We all know that Costa Rica is about the size of West Virginia. We also are aware of the fact that there are over 500,000 species of plants and animals here. Over 5 million people live here. In a good year, over 3 million people visit Costa Rica. But how did Costa Rica form and what about all of the different climates within the country? Not long ago, geographically speaking, Costa Rica did not exist. A mere 50 million years ago, this narrow mountainous strip of land was part of the ocean floor, along with the rest of Central America. It's the isthmus between Guatemala and Colombia. Although that may sound like a long time back in Earth's history, the dinosaurs had already disappeared some 15 million years prior. Currently, most geologists assume that from 40 million years ago until within only the past 3 million years, what are now Costa Rica and its neighboring countries were then a volcanic stream of islands. Using the theory of plate tectonics, which suggests that the Earth's crust is fragmented in a number of sections that fit together like pieces of a jigsaw puzzle, Though they are not stationary, the formation of Costa Rica's landmass is explained by its position at the western edge of the so-called Caribbean Plate, which is moving westward and overriding the Cocos Plate located in the Pacific Ocean. Bet you, <laughs> bet you didn't know all that. As these two chunks of crustal material collide, the rocks of the Cocos Plate are pushed downward subjecting them to increased heat and pressure that eventually turns them into molten rock under great pressure. Because the downward thrust is at an angle to the east, when the pressure buildup finally becomes too much and the lava and steam move back upward towards the surface, they do so beneath the western edge of the Caribbean plate. The result is volcanism. The earliest volcanoes in the area were submarine ones. As layer after layer of cooled volcanic material collected, the peaks finally emerged above the ocean's surface. And in this manner, a chain of volcanic islands formed in a line parallel to and east of the zone of contact between the two plates. As the millennia passed and eruptions continued to throw more material down the slopes of the rising volcanoes, the land area filled in around their bases until only as recently as three million years ago, the uninterrupted land bridge was completed between northern Central America and South America, giving rise to movements of plants and animal species both north and southwards. This land connection to two great continents is in a large part responsible for the incredible, the most high biodiversity to be found in an area as small as Costa Rica. Costa Rica is basically a honey hole. The other prominent factor in producing the country's tremendous variety of flora and fauna is the impressive topography and the range of climatic conditions that result from the changes in temperature and rainfall as one goes up and over the mountains, which incidentally are also considered to have reached their current heights within only the past two to three million years. Costa Rica's weather is influenced by many factors, as is weather everywhere, although perhaps two of the most important factors are the fairly even amount of solar radiation received throughout the year 
and the prevailing northeasterly winds, known as the trade winds. Situated at just 10 degrees latitude north of the equator, this tropical nation receives sunlight from a nearby, excuse me, a nearly overhead angle year-round and day length does not vary more than an hour either way from 12 hours of daylight. This means that the annual temperatures remain quite constant for any particular place in the country at a given hour. In other words, the temperature in San Jose, say at noon, averages 25 degrees centigrade in June and 23.5 centigrade in December, hardly a significant difference. During any 24-hour period, there is somewhat greater range of temperatures experienced between the daily high and low, although this too at an average of almost of about 8 degrees is relatively small compared to many temperate zone areas. With more or less constant temperatures found at any given location, the more important variable in annual weather patterns becomes precipitation. Excuse me. Rainfall in Costa Rica results from the interaction of the trade winds with the local topography. When moisture-laden air coming in off the Caribbean Sea encounters the coastline, the difference in surface temperatures between the land and the water can often trigger showers. Moving further inland, the air reaches the eastern foothills of the country's mountainous backbone. It goes from northeast to southwest. As the air mass rises to pass over the barrier, it cools and becomes cool air. Of course, this can hold less moisture than warm air, and it rains, causing the middle elevations of the Caribbean facing slopes to be the wettest areas in the country with average annual precipitation of more than 4,000 millimeters. Even though rainfall is fairly evenly distributed throughout the year on the eastern side of the Cordilleras, there is a noticeably drier period from January through April and a peak in precipitation from June through August and again in November and December. It's best to be prepared for rain any day of the year on the Caribbean side of Costa Rica, unlike the situation that occurs on the other side of the mountains. From mid-November through mid-May, the Central Valley and the northwestern portion of the country are affected by an annual dry season. Again, that's mid-November through mid-May. The warm, moist air driven westward by the trade winds loses its moisture as it crosses the Cordilleras and the resulting dry air gusts down the Pacific coast, drying out everything in its path. With such low moisture content, few clouds form to block the sunshine and the prevailing winds keep Pacific breezes from bringing moisture on shore thus further promoting the dryness. The southern half of the Pacific Slope is not normally as strongly influenced by these effects, owing to the fact that the height of the Talamanca mountain range blocks the drying winds to some degree, which allows moisture to be brought in from the Pacific Ocean, causing occasional showers even in the dry seasons. Uh, By the way, when I'm done with this, try to remember some of the key points here and just Google it. The Talamanca Talamanca mountain range has a history behind it. Not only are they in the southeastern part of Costa Rica, just north of Panama. In fact, they go into Panama, but that is where a lot of the indigenous tribes went when Christopher Columbus first landed in 1502 in the early 1500s. A lot of the indigenous people had to flee that area, and they went to the Talamanca mountain range. 
As the trade wind belt moves northward in response to global climatic conditions, Costa Rica enters its rainy season as moist air flows in from both oceans and convection currents they cause showers to occur. Regional weather conditions such as tropical waves, tropical depressions, and even hurricanes farther north and east in the Caribbean can greatly affect precipitation levels in Costa Rica. The first two atmospheric phenomena usually bring increased rainfall to the eastern side of the country when they pass through the western portion of the Caribbean Sea. Distant hurricanes, perhaps in Guatemala and further north, these major storms almost never reach Costa Rica. Now, one hurricane hit just south of Limon in 1910, but that doesn't happen very often. The annual differences in rainfall from one part of the country to another, together with the change in average temperature from warm to cool as one moves from sea level up into the mountains, are the basis for the variety of life zones the tropical dry forest, the tropical wet forest, the pre montane rainforest, etc., that exist in Costa Rica and also are intimately linked with such biological events. As flowering and fruiting of plants and breeding and migration of animals. Again, this might have been rather boring to some of those people who just don't really want to get into the geographical and geological, ge,、uh, geological situation here in Costa Rica, but it is part of the system. We try to show off everything good about Costa Rica. And one thing that I see that is just wonderful about Costa Rica is that it was formed in the first place. This country is like no other, and if you've been here before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, be sure to listen to all of our 1,200 and more episodes of our Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series and really try to learn more about everything. In Costa Rica. That way you're going to get very excited and perhaps you will book a trip. Pura Vida, thanks for listening and we will see you tomorrow, same time.